The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> it's dangerous. Listen to me, we're out of here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt is still on the road. And um, we have a good show, Matt. Emily Ducote will join us. Her first time here. And Ty Tuivasa, who is everybody's one of everybody's favorite fighters. Like if you, everyone names their top three favorite fighters, most people will have Tui Vasa in that three because he's like a giant Michael Chandler or a giant Justin Gaethje. Everything he does is bloody and it's a fucking, it's a brawl and he's just entertaining every time he fights. Jimmy? Yes, buddy. It froze for a second. That scared me. I hope my wife uh, is it, I don't know why I just did my hands like this. Oh, uh, no, maybe I, it was I, mine. I, it could be me. You're talking very good now. I'm moving my table. I'm on the porch in my resort. Oh, very nice. Yeah, you're getting the nice weather down there? I'm not going to fuck with it. It's good. Yeah, man. Um, we're meeting up with my sister-in-law today. And, uh, my, and you, know, you know Edwin. I always say Uncle Edwin. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. My, my little 300-pound uh, brother-in-law. And uh, we're gonna, I think we're going to Disney Springs. You ever do that? No, what is that? Of course not. Listen, I'm easing into it, Jimmy. I'm not a big shopper. We did Universal yesterday. And okay. uh, oh, no, no, my bad. We did the Disney Christmas party yesterday. That must have been fun. It, oh, Jimmy, they give out free gingerbread cookies and shit. Did you have any? A couple. Don't make me shut, dude. Look at my fucking look, look at this. Oh, you look good. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's my arm. I didn't mean to yell like that. Jimmy. Um, fun show with Dominic Cruz the other day. Yes, and by the way, Matt, just to let you know, I know you can't see, so I'm telling you, Ty just joined the waiting room, so guys, just oh. bring him in when you want to. Oh, but I was going to bring up the Guardians of uh, the Galaxy Christmas special. Could we bring that up afterwards, or do you feel like Ty? Absolutely. Can't... We're going to talk. Ty about... is fighting uh, Sergey Pavlovich this this Saturday. Uh, Wonder Boy against Kevin Holland, which is a great card. The entire card is really good. This is the third fight of the main card. So this is this is a tremendous card. Uh, let's see if we have the whole thing here. Yes, we do. Oh yeah, co-main is Brian Barberain against Rafael Dos Andres. Just uh, Oh, this is not, this is the, uh, uh, this is the second fight up. This literally could have been a main event somewhere. And it's, that, that's how you know a card is stacked when it's the second fight up is Tui Vasa against Pavlovich. Number four, number five in the heavyweight division. And uh, Hermanson against uh, Dol- uh, Roman uh, Dolides. Uh, Dolides, sorry, is, uh, is up first. I don't like glasses. My eyesight's terrible, man. I'm getting old. Are you frozen or am I? I'm thinking about going back inside, Jimmy. Okay, because I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you. Jimmy, my fucking, my fucking yeah. link is really shitty in here. I think it's better now. So I'm going to have to come in here and, and, and get going with this thing. And I hate to say it, 
this Sarah's in the background getting ready to go out. So everybody, daddy's doing the show inside. Hey, listen, do you want to cut this stuff out? We no, not at all. You can't even, because right, it wouldn't make sense, Matt. If we cut it out, it oh, wouldn't make Jimmy, sense what I am about to send you. <laughs> Get me the, uh, the paper towel holder, because I'm going to use that as a stand. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jimmy, listen, we make do. We got to make do. You understand? Hold That's on. all we could do. I, Matt, <laughs> I'm trying to send you a picture of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> picture of me what? The Wi-Fi's perfect now because I'm indoors. I tried to get green. I tried to do this outside, but I'm indoors now. So it's good. I'm going to text you, Matt. As we're talking on the show, I'm going to text you real quick because I want you to see the picture that I was stuck looking at as you were talking. How about this? Why don't you hold it up in your phone because I don't want to get off my phone to look at it. Oh, you'll have to. Okay. But then there's going to be too much reflection and stuff. Hold on. Is it a flattering picture? It actually is. You look great. Can you see this? Oh my! Is that because first of all, that photoshopped? I look like who's that? Vin Diesel? No. Is that an attractive Jimmy? I look very good in that picture. Not a neck. You look like you're smelling shit. Oh, did I? It's not a good. (laughs) Put to me again, really quick. Sure. Please. Let me see. Could you put? Could you please tag me that on Instagram? Because that's a guy. With, I will. And you could put the caption. Are you talking to me? Who are you talking to? Don't put nothing silly with that picture. You could tag me in it. Make sure it's something cool. A gentleman, yeah, something about a gentleman sipping his uh, beverage, something like that. Oh, we're getting Ty back. Ty Tuivasa. Ty Tuivasa, yeah, fighting Sergey Pavlov. That is a fuck. That is not going to go the distance, by the way. I, I do not predict a third round a decision. Then again, I say that, and, and it'll probably go to decision. That could be a headliner anywhere. 100%. Yeah. I don't think it's getting out of the first round. It's hard to say, though, because I, I rewatched Cyril Gaon against Tuivasa. And Tuivasa, I still want to ask him if he hesitated for a nanosecond when Cyril dropped. Uh, Cyril did kind of jump and clinch very quickly and did a great job of kind of tying him up. But uh, he can take a punch. He got kicked in the head and it didn't stop him. Ty took a lot of punishment. It was finally some body shots that I think just finally warmed down at the end of the third. But, I mean, I could see him and Pavlovich hurting each other and then going the distance because they can uh, – I, I know Tuivasa can take a tremendous punch. I don't know how much uh, Pavlovich can take. You know, you certainly didn't see it against Derek Lewis or, or a lot of these other fighters. Uh, he seems to finish everybody quickly. We should uh, make a little friendly little uh, bet if it goes to distance. You're thinking it might go to distance. I'm saying there's no way this is going to distance. I'm saying because I'm not- always wrong. Huh? Cyril, uh, Cyril, and Francis went the distance. Hey, Ty, how you doing? Hey, bro. Sorry, kept fucking up on me. I didn't know what was going on, dude. That's okay, listen, buddy. I'm the worst with tech, Ty. Ooh. Yeah, I'm the best. I'm terrible. Ty, how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm uh ready to finish the year off and get home to my family that's for sure i miss my i miss my man how, how many how many you have any kids yet Ty? yeah, yeah my boy just turned six last week so i missed it uh, oh. i'm ready to, ready to get home and i uh, enjoy christmas with him how long have you been away from your family well i've been active like for two years so i've kind of been just i've been home for about a month or a lot but uh, I'm, I'm ready to get home and, and have some time off next year that's for sure Hey, Ty, I've been meaning to ask you, too. I, I wanted to, before I forget, the, the Gon fight was such a great fight. I mean, you guys both did in tremendous damage to each other. And you had him, I want to say, end of the first round when you dropped him. Um, was there a moment that you hesitated before you went in, or did I see that wrong? Because when I watched it, I thought, like, did Ty wait a second and give him a one-second recovery that he used to grab you? Or, or did I just see that wrong? No, I, I knew I didn't hit him properly. Like, uh, you can, I know when I hit someone, I know if they're going to be out, but I knew he wasn't uh, finished. I tried to go with an uppercut and it missed, and then I was like, oh, he's a fit, he's a fit guy. Right? And, the, and usually the best way to come back from being rocked is if you're fit. Once he started hopping around, I knew he was sweet again. So I was, uh, it was, and it was kind of one of those, I didn't want to rush in and, and blow my load, and then I looked like a dickhead in front of everyone, you know what I mean? So Okay, so you knew you, uh, knew you didn't knock him out because you felt it when you hit him that you thought he was still going, oh, yeah, oh yeah. okay. I know when I knock someone, yeah. 
you 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 can you can feel it, especially if you've done it a few times. You did it more than a few times. Oh yeah. How many knockouts do you have? Do you know? Uh, I think I've only won one off decision. Do you, so you don't predict? I mean, let's be honest. Sergey doesn't seem to enjoy a second round either. Uh, so are are you are you? But whenever these fights happen, like whether it's gone in Ganu or 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 a fight that you think is in Ganu against uh, Stipe, sometimes these fights wind up going the distance uh, because both guys are expected and almost maybe overcautious or respectful of the other guy. How do you see this going? Uh, my style is pretty self-explanatory. I go in, it's either me or him, and uh, I kind of, uh, <laughs> I kind of live by that. You know what I mean? And uh, obviously, he's he's knocking everyone out at the moment, and uh, that's obviously why they obviously offered me to him, offered him me. And uh, at the end of the day, I think it's a great matchup for the fans, and and that's what I like to do. I like to entertain, and uh, it's like I said, it's real simple. It's either going to be me laying on my back or him. I'm sorry. That's beautiful. Listen, a lot of fighters, they say that type of shit, but then they don't, then next thing you know, they shoot for a double leg. I don't, (laughs) you live by the sword and die by the sword. And I think by, by having that philosophy, it's kind of relaxing for you. Like it said, it puts you at ease because it's like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to give it my all. And I'm just saying that going in, if I end up losing this, fuck it, you know, but I'm going to try to take this motherfucker's head off. But I had that, same thought when I went for, for, for the title because I saw the most boring fight ever. It was Jeff Munson versus Tim Sylvia and a guy shooting for a double leg from across the cage and it went the distance but it was fucking brutal. So I remember seeing that going, look, my one shot at the title, I'm not doing that shit. So I know that mindset and that's what makes you so fucking dangerous. Did you have, now when you got given your opponent now, um, you didn't give a fuck who it was, even though this guy's on a four-fight winning streak. Streak. No, I did. I didn't know who it was. I don't watch. I don't watch fighting, so I don't. I don't really know who anyone is. You don't care. No, I don't watch fighting. I don't. I don't find it. I like. I like fighting. I don't find it like. Uh, I go. I like. I like business. I like doing. I like trying to make money and shit like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm... For entertainment at home, like, do you watch like rugby or something? What do you watch? No, I don't really watch TV. I'm always out. I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, like a, I'm a. Yeah, I'm just out. You like there. to live. You like to live. You don't want to watch other people living. You like to go out and you like to live. Um, and and another thing about this this fight too is, uh, you're four. He's five in the heavyweight division. Um, I mean Francis has fought, uh, Cyril once. That was a great fight. He's fought Stipe once. He's fought Curtis Blades twice. So if you have a good win here, you could be very close to getting a shot. And I think everybody would love to see a matchup between uh, a rematch between you and Cyril, a matchup between you and Francis. What what do you think you would need to do to get a shot at the title? Uh, obviously win. That's why I wanted to have a quick turnaround. Uh, I want to get back in that winning column. And uh, uh, like I said, like Cyril, uh, what's his name? This fellow, uh, Sergey. Sergey Pavlovich. He's knocking yeah. it right now. You know what I mean? So. It's uh, it's 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 a it's a fight that excites me, you know what I mean. And uh, if I if I put him away in in uh, Bam Bam style, then everyone's gonna be like, yeah, well, fuck, he's the real, he's the real knockout man, you know what I mean? I think people see that anyway in you. Like there, there was one moment, and again, it might have been in the third. You were hurt, and he threw a beautiful head kick, and you threw a roundhouse. Like it, it was like almost like watching a wounded bear. Like you threw a punch that it didn't even look like you saw where you threw it. But if it, if it hit him, it would have completely knocked him unconscious. And so I think you're very dangerous when you're hurt. And I don't know if we've seen that in Sergey yet. Yeah, I've done the old fake of Rudy. Oh, you were you kind of playing possum a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the old street style. But if I got him, if I that was got a... him, I would have got him. But I didn't, so I ended up eating shit anyway. <laughs> that was still a nice. Uh, did he kick you in the nuts at one point? Because it looked like you were trying to get, uh, you you were trying to to tell Mark Goddard, and he was like, "Don't fight, keep fighting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I tried to, uh, I tried to, uh, I tried to get some time. He got me real good in the stomach. Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and then Tiro looked at me and goes, "No, I didn't." I was like, "Yeah, you got me." I tried to. <laughs> oh, you just. I tried to. Yo. I tried to dog it, and then he he, he was like, "No, I got you good." And then I was like, "All right, yeah, you got me." And we had a little laugh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ty, yo, speaking of your stomach, man, what about the motherfucker put the hot sauce? In your sh- yeah, I want to. Do you see that? Shit? I wanted to slap him. 
I wanted to slap him, yeah. I didn't see it. I looked away and then I come back and once I taste it, I was like, what the fuck? Dude, that's not, I mean, that's not cool, man. That's fucking, that's <laughs> I think it was the Dustin Poirier brain because I, yeah, it was. How'd it taste? Well, I, like I said, I said, I haven't tasted with food yet, but it wasn't my good with the beer. That's for sure. Look, uh. I mean, shit yourself. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, he, he wants to go celebrate his fucking win and the guy's putting fucking Tabasco in his beer. You know what? Wasn't it? Was it recently the Volkanovski or somebody spit into it for? I mean, I know guys do that, but there was a, a fighter that did it recently, and for some reason, I'm thinking it was Volkanovski. Uh, Volk, yeah, Volk. Wow. Jimmy likes to put something else in his shoe. I do. I'm not gonna say kids around kids. Earmuffs. I'm on vacation. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm literally at Disney with my kids. <laughs> but uh, but but Jimmy Jimmy's kind of a, a freak. But yeah, anyway, but, but that to me that that really does psychologically. Uh, there's something about being able to drink beer with spit in it out of a shoe that people are like this is a different breed of of a person. This is a different fucking type of guy. It's 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 honestly just an Australian like uh, a lot of us are grubs or where I'm from. That's for sure. We have a bigger uh, party culture, bigger uh, you know drinking culture, and uh, what better way to do it than fucking get your mates to spit in a shoe and have a crack at it. <laughs> How's uh, Mark Hunt? Do you still see Mark Hunt? Yeah, I still talk with Mark. Uh, obviously, I haven't been home. Wow. I haven't been home much. Um, but uh, it was it was good to uh, see him end his career, you know, not too long ago. And he, and he ended it on a win, which was uh, which is really cool. And, uh, you know, I love Mark. He's done a lot for me in my life. And uh, he's, you know, one of the greatest. Yeah, he was always one of my favorite guys, too. Um, and I would love to have seen him. Uh, there's a couple of fights that he was so close. I, I always wanted to see him get the belt. Um, very entertaining guy. And I, I love anybody that, that just kind of walks people down. And you're one of those guys, too. You just walk people down, and you always want to engage. You never seem, even when you're getting hit, you seem to want to engage. You, you never seem to want uh, time to yourself on the other side of the cage. Yeah, all gas, no breaks here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jimmy, one of the Mark Hunt quotes over the time, we did 600 shows together. I remember you you, you loved it. It was something like, if he has an itch, I'll scratch it. I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Mark Hunt, he said he'll scratch his itch. I don't know. But it's fucking so yeah. awesome. I love Mark Hunt. Yeah, I've always loved him. Now, you, uh, you is a fight like this the type of thing, like we said, you, you want to get it done quickly. You know he wants to get it done quickly. Uh, but is this the type of thing you can see kind of guys canceling each other out? Because, again, we've seen it happen before. Um, or do you think there's no way this goes into the third? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a hard. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to go out there and try and take his head off. He's going to try and do the same. And I think it's the first one to get it and wins. I think that's, that's how I look at fighting. Do you watch tape at all? I know you don't like to watch fighting, but will you watch tape just to see if you can pick anything up? Uh, no, not really. I watched a little bit. I watched a couple of seconds and, uh, that's about it. It's all, it's all going to, it's all, it doesn't, it, if, what if someone, what if they don't do that when they get in the cage, you know? So I think it's, I just suss it out once I get in there, you know what I mean? Maybe he might hit me and I might think, fuck, he can't hit hard. So I'm going to go forward and, and see what he's got. Or maybe he might hit me and I might think, fuck, he's got heavy hands. I better watch out, you know what I mean? But, I don't know any of that until I get in there and uh, and, and feel it. Did Cyril, uh, his kicks were very beautiful. He had, he had that great stabbing front kick and he has a beautiful kick to the body. I mean, he really moves like a, he moves like a, a, a lightweight uh, for a giant guy. Was his power what you expected or was it a little less than you might have thought or, or more? Uh, with the power, I could have, the punches I could have took all day, but I think it was just an accumulation of, he was fucking, he's kicking me in that gut. I was about to shit myself. It was all, you know, he's kicking me in my arms. It was just a whole bunch of things. And, uh, you know, when you train for something and then when you get in there and you, you see it in reality, it's very different. He was a lot faster than I, than I anticipated. And uh, the way he moved was very, you know, obviously he, he is who he is. And, and oh, shit, my friend's falling. And, uh I was trying to, I was trying to get off some kicks and fucking just couldn't, couldn't land anything. And every time he was trying to get him, he wasn't there. And but I'm sure uh, when I get the next, when I get an opportunity to have a crack again, you know, I've learned some things and I can take that into into the next grab. 
especially in the heavyweight division to have a guy that moves that well is not as common you know what i mean he i mean to have to get that fast what would you have done differently if you could have would it, would it have been cutting the cage off a certain way or is there anything you look back on and go i wish i had done that a little bit better well not that i would do it not that i can't i can't i don't really look at what i could have done i was fucking i lost you know what i mean that's the reality but if i got to fight him again i'd, I'd change the way up yeah i'd, I'd fight him southpaw and i'd walk him down from southpaw so you're comfortable fighting southpaw as well well i think he'd go back to moving he'd go back to uh the other way whatever it's called orthodox, orthodox yeah. Yeah. so he, he he he's he he switches he's not a he's not a natural uh southpaw but he that jab he's got is uh lightning fast and uh like the power of it was uh you know for me it was bearable i could take them all day but after a few cuts and and it's hard to see and just very in your face you know what i mean but uh he did well. He stuck to his game plan, and and uh, and yeah, and he got me. That's just how the game goes. I gave him my all, and yeah. I could walk out with my head held high. So I was, I was sweet. You know what I mean? Dude, when they say fan favorite, dude, they look that up. They can have a picture of you, like, dude, you're the fucking man. I, yeah. Anytime you're on a card, I get I get giddy because you don't like to watch fighting. It's all the that's all I do. I I do VR also and some other things, but. <laughs> I don't watch sports. I don't watch any sports. All I watch is fighting. So when I see you on a card, Ty, and I've been in the game a while, there's some guys that are fucking clean records, but I'm like, you know what? He's up. Maybe I'll go take a shit. But not you. Yeah. I have a bad stomach. That's nothing to do with that. But you, I don't miss all. I because I know it could be over at any second. Hopefully in your favor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a prize fighter, and, and I think that if I'm if the if the fans love me, then they're gonna want me back. And, uh, I and like I said, I don't really watch fighting, but if I watch a fight and they start wrestling for fucking three minutes, I'm like, yeah, fuck, turn this shit off. I'm out of here. Are you surprised like how well received you are? Like when you get into it and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna fight in the UFC. Are are you because uh, the the fans love you and, and you really are one of the the favorite uh, and I've said this to guys like Michael Chandler and Gaethje there are certain guys that when they fight that even after a loss it doesn't matter the fan interest in you is, is the exact same now as it would have been if you had won that fight it does the, the fan interest in you is the same um, are you surprised by that response or did you expect it Oh I'm a lovable chap <laughs> <laughs> I'll say <laughs> Why not Yeah I'm a lovable chap and <laughs> Uh, I don't I, I don't look at it like uh, I look at this as a, uh, I get to live after I after I go out there to war you know what I mean I can walk away and I can fight another day and that for me is like oh, I just have to give it my all and then once the bell's over or once someone loses then it's finished you know you go back and do your do your thing yeah you know what listen you are a lovable chap you I heard you did a podcast with your brother-in-law Tyson Pedro are you still doing that? Because you got you got a good person. Dude, most fighters, they, they're like talking to a fucking plant. You're a funny guy. You got to use that, dude. That's an ability there. Fuck it. Well, we did. We did have a plan. And, uh, and then, obviously, I went on a bit of a losing streak, and I just kind of knocked down in, in, in the fighting. And I've been going hard on the fighting. and, and uh, But I'm uh, actually starting up again next year. I'm gonna have some time off next year. I wanna have six months, get my body back to back to normal, do some weights, get rid of these titties. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, have some time, spend some time with my son. He's six years old now and I've missed a lot of things, you know, and uh, he comes first and he's starting to play soccer and shit like that. So just we're just keen to to you know do the dad thing as well. That's a beautiful is is he a big kid like you? Is he is he is he gonna be like uh, your type of a build? No, nah, he's got like the same body as Tyson. He's got like a little six pack. Yeah, luckily, <laughs> he's not a fatty like me. But uh, he's got the personality like like myself, which is funny. He makes me laugh. I know this guy. Go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. No, no, Matt, you go, buddy. Out of left field, but only on your personality and stuff like that. And I, dude, I want your, your eyes on the ball, taking people's limbs, heads off. You ever think about doing any kind of acting or anything like that or no? Uh, it's actually funny. Uh, Joanna's manager just asked me to do, she's like, uh, 
she just uh, she was hanging hanging around us in Abu Dhabi. She's just like, I think you're perfect for acting. I think you should you should really do. And I was just like, yeah, I'll I'll do anything. Like if, they, if you're giving me money, shit, I'll do anything. <laughs> I can see it, Jimmy. I can fucking see it for sure. He's funny. Yeah, and and yeah. you don't seem like you seem comfortable. And so much of acting or anything else is just being comfortable. And, and kind of letting it go where it goes as opposed to because tension blocks it. Do you get really frightened of things or do you just manage it really well? No, I've always been like this. I think uh, I'm also known for like my trainers and coaches. They're, they're, uh, in, in training, I'm like, they say I train like Jan and I fight like Tarzan. But it's like because <laughs> uh, once I'm around the cameras and the crowd, I kind of open up. That's my I feel more comfortable and like I think it's time, but I've never been shy. I've never been. Uh, no, I'm kind of out there. I'm a, I'm a free spirit. I'm down to try anything. I'm fucking. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why everybody loves you. Yeah, yeah. It's it feels genuine, and uh, you know people can tell when it's real and when it's not real. And uh, look, man, good luck against uh, uh, Sergey. It's, it's a great fight, and uh, the number four against number five. And I, I would love to see you fight for a title. Uh, hopefully in the next year. And uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, one, maybe two wins away and, and you'll get that. So good luck, Ty. We love you and, uh, you know, big fans. And enjoy the holiday with your family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, we just we just did Europe uh, after France. So, uh, and fucking Europe is so expensive. So that's why I'm back fighting again because I'm broke. So <laughs> let's... Uh... <laughs> pay for that vacation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's pay the holiday and then uh, enjoy christmas well have a good one man have a safe trip back and uh we'll definitely talk to you again uh sometime between this fight and the next one uh thank you guys merry christmas to both of you as well you too man have a great christmas and a great new year take care buddy see you boys take care time this episode of ufc unfiltered it's brought to you by love hemp they're the official cbd partner of ufc Life can be a challenge, but we all strive to live it to the fullest. Love Hemp is one of the leading CBD brands loved and trusted by professional athletes worldwide with a multi-award-winning range, over 40 CBD products, including oils, edibles, capsules, and skincare, all of which are designed to fit seamlessly into your daily routine and support optimal health, wellness, and recovery. Whatever challenges you might be facing, Love Hemp is always in your corner. Love Hemp love life available across europe via lovehemp.com coming soon to the u.s all right that was timed perfectly is that a holiday cookie did somebody pretend to have to tinkle because they wanted a holiday cookie oh no it's a drug brownie it's a brownie matt's eating fentanyl candy I know what happened. Matt wanted everyone to think he had to make a tinkle, but somebody had their eyes on the last holiday cookie. Quick, Matt, whistle. Hey, Jimmy! <laughs> I really like that Tai Tuivasa. Yeah, how can anybody not like Tai Tuivasa? I mean, he's just, he's just a, a, he's a tank in the, in the cage, and he's just a funny guy. He's such a likable guy. He is. I'm to give him a big hug, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm going to say goodbye to my family really quick. Sarah, come right here out of frame. I'm going to give them a kiss on their cheek because they go to Disney Springs. Tell, tell them all I say hello. Jimmy says hello, everybody. He, he can hear you. Say goodbye. And hello and goodbye. Okay. All right. Guys, have fun. I'll, I'll text you after. For those of you listening, I'm now looking at Matt's empty chair. Get me some good shit. And I'm looking at two awful hotel pictures in the background and a lamp. All right. Bye, guys. Um, and a, it's, it's actually a fairly nice hotel room. I can see the beginnings of a couch. I will. I'll, text you. I'll call you right after. Love you. But this is one of those typical hotel tables. Thank God, Matt. I was running out of observations. Welcome back. All right. Hey, everybody. We're back. UFC until then. Jimmy. Hey, yes. Jake, I guess you could clean this up if you'd like. Oh, I think we should leave it. Oh, then fuck yeah. <laughs> we went to um, the Christmas party last night. Oh, you were saying before. Yeah. How was it? What happens at the Disney Christmas party is it's they kick everybody out at 7 o'clock, and it's only the people who paid for the Christmas party. It's at nighttime and it goes seven. Wait, this is the whole park, the whole park, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that get tickets, but it gets to only a certain amount. So the regular people get kicked out at seven, not regular people, but whoever buys the tickets for the Christmas party. Yeah. 
But it's, you know, the place is still full, but not as full. So you could do, you know, there's like fucking, you could jump on lines for like, everything's pretty much under 30 minutes for the most part. Oh, nice. At the end of the night, it's like five minutes or 10 minutes. You just go, you know what I mean? So it's awesome. And that's the only time I like to go to Disney because it's fucking, you know, otherwise it gets a little, you know, it gets, I, I'm not waiting a little too for, much. I don't like waiting in line for an hour of anything. Anything. I don't blame you. Shouldn't have to. You're Matt Sarah for Christ's sake. Why should you wait? I was in line and an Irish guy came up to me and he's like, "Are you Matt Sarah?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, man. Oh, you're kind of." He wasn't a fan of Connor. I go, God, "I'm like good because I was talking, <laughs> I was talking some shit about him yesterday." But uh, he was a really nice gentleman, right from Ireland, real and just that, that was a bad accent. But no, I sound just like him. Nice, and then, then I. <laughs> And this other big guy came up to me and said, hey, you mad? I'm like, whoa, he's like, I'm a big fan. I go, oh, big fan. I give a snap in a nice way. Now we have a, uh, we our guest, Matt, let's bring uh, Emily Ducote in. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's only, she beat Jessica Penne by decision. She's only had one fight in the UFC, fighting our pal Angela Hill, uh, who's had some tough luck. That's wacky, man. Because her and Jessica Penne, Angela Hill and Jessica Penne are like BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
did it make you more confident growing up? And, and uh, is it one of those things that you just like, it gave you a different kind of energy than other kids? Yeah. So I didn't realize this until kind of more recently in my life, but I'm just a specific type of person. Like I like routine. I like schedule, like discipline. Um, so Taekwondo as a kid gave me all those things, gave me structure, routine, dedication. You know, I learned respect and that's kind of just, um, I love this whole lifestyle. So it's not just about, you know, going out and getting in a fight for me. I, I really like the lifestyle. I like the technique. I like the art of all of it. And that just goes really well with my type of personality. So are you undisciplined and the discipline helps you or are you naturally just a scheduled person who's like, this is fucking perfect? Naturally a scheduled person. But, you know, when I was moving and in college, you know, I didn't have that schedule. So I just felt like off. I didn't like how I was living. And so after I stopped school and found the gym, my coach is super, super structured. I just was immediately addicted and was like, this is the lifestyle I want to be at. And this is where I live, you know, my best, my best self and my best life is when I'm just planning. And, you know, I try not to overdo it because you can easily overdo planning and just be kind of like a little bit too much. But, um, so I just love this. And who is your coach to give a little shout out there? Giuliano Galupi. He's, um, opened an American top team in Oklahoma city. Oh, Laborio uh, actually brought him in. He's from Brazil. So he brought him here, opened up in what, you know, a wrestling hub type of state. And so he's here and just, we've got a little, it's not, you know, everyone thinks American top team. You think the big, huge coconut Creek, but it's just a small little. Hub. That's better. Sometimes I feel. That's I love it. But I had, you know, more is not better. Somebody, some people think, oh man, look at all these people. I mean, how much attention are you getting? It's all about like, it's all about the chemistry with your, your coaches. Don't you feel? Yeah. And, um, I have a extremely, so it's a small team, a small coaching staff, but everything is extremely specific to me. And, um, you know, I get everything I need. We, we go out, we've got a coach here, um, in Orlando. That's a Muay Thai guy. I've got wrestling, kickboxing, jujitsu conditioning at home. I've got training partners and then, you know, I'll bring in girls or I'll go travel to some, I've got a small selection of girls that I like to train with, you know, um, I'm not really bouncing around all gyms. I, I like to keep it kind of small, but I've got what I need for sure. And where'd well, you go to college? Oh, sorry, Matt. Uh, I went to Oklahoma City University for about a year and a half. For what? Uh, to, I moved out there to wrestle for college. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I didn't really like it. Was going to move back home to California. Found the gym, and now I'm now I'm in Oklahoma forever. Why didn't you like it? <laughs> um, school was never really my priority. I could never focus enough to get myself give the effort I needed in, in academics and college was just too difficult to, you know, you can't wrestle if you don't have the academics. And I just was, I couldn't find a good balance. So I wasn't doing well in either. And I just, um, switched it up. And you always loved the martial arts. It seems like even from Taekwondo and then you said you were in the wrestling, you, you wrestled throughout, uh, was it high school or middle school? What was it? Yeah, I did two years of high school. How was that? Three years of high school. How, how was that? Yeah. Um, it was new for my school. There was only one girl. So like my freshman year, I didn't wrestle. So I saw this one girl though wrestling and I was like, oh, there's a girl. And she's like really, really good. I remember. Um, so that, that kind of drew me to it. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try this. And I loved it. Um, me and the girl, she took it very seriously, which is how I am. So we just kind of did everything together. Um, and did really well together. She went on to wrestle, uh, I believe, for Menlo for like the whole season. Um, so yeah, I just loved it. it. It was different. I went to Los Gatos High School. Um, there was very few girls wrestling. You probably, just like she kind of, I, you know, you could say inspired you to try it. You probably inspired other girls to try that. That's awesome. I hope so. Ah, that, that, that's really something. Is there now, one fight that you go okay. back and watch? Oh, sorry, Matt. The one that you go back and watch because you said you're such a fan of fighting. And a lot of times when people love fighting, there's a couple that they just can't go. But is there one fight in particular you go back and watch over and over or that you've watched more that, that either did something to you or, or fascinates you more than the other ones? Um, nowadays, I just, it's more specific people. So, Juana Marina Rodriguez, I really like her. Um, 
Lily obviously is extremely dominant, but Rose, if I had to pick one, I would say Rose. Really, really love Rose. Inside and out of the cage, uh, technical, graceful, respectful totally my type of person to look up to. Yeah. I also think her power is underrated too. Like I, I think a lot of times people think that she's going to try to put you on the ground and then, uh, you know, she's shown that she has knockout power as well. Definitely. Definitely. Very powerful. Extremely well-rounded. Yeah. Um, Emily, speaking of outside the cage, what do you like to do? Not tra- on a day off and I don't say go for a hike. It could be, yeah. but I want not training related. Are you a book person? Do you like stuff on are you streaming something? Talk to us. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to hike. I'm not a big walker <laughs> and definitely not in Oklahoma. If I was somewhere cool, maybe. But um, yeah, on a day off, I guess I've got a, I'm super into dogs, rescue dogs. I've got several rescue pit bulls. So pretty much my dogs and me were going somewhere. Um, other than that, books, yes. But I really actually don't read it until I'm in camp. Kind of like a little, uh, I guess, quiet time during the day. Um, and Netflix, for sure. Netflix, Hulu, a little a little show here and there. Give us something you watch. This is the last yeah. thing you should. My friend put me on The Good Doctor. What is that? I just started it, so I can't talk too much about it. But it is really interesting. It's a, um, obviously, set in a hospital. There's an autistic doctor, and he's also got um like a photogenic memory so he's super incredibly smart and he is working in a hospital which is obviously not the norm don't you wish you had that that photographic they say jackie gleason the the if you don't remember who he's the the actors and the honeymooners had one of those they can, these people that can look at a script or something once and just remember it like what a what a great life that must be I have that. I probably would have done better in school uh, yeah. if I had that. Yeah, yeah that, but again, we might not be doing what we're doing, right? If you had a photographic memory, if I had one or if Matt had one, maybe we would have taken different paths in life. It's true. Yeah. You got plenty of strengths, I say. Emily, I suppose so. Say that again. Oh, there you are. I, I go, I think Emily left us. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on a phone where every time <sighs> I'm doing this through my phone, so I can't see you if you're not talking, but... uh. What was I going to ask? On, uh, not Netflix, the last book you read, now you read books in camp. Some people, I remember there was a fighter, I guess who it was, was reading books on like serial killers when he would get ready for a fight because he wanted his mind to get to a certain place. Does it matter what you're reading? Are you reading to escape the fight game or are you reading to like, you know, to get you more in that mindset or either or? Yeah, um, I read like, um, I guess sports psychology like oh, books. So I, well, I have a, I work with a sports psychologist and so sometimes we'll chat and she'll recommend a book or, or something. And I like those type of books, just different style of, you know, figuring out your mind. Oh, that's interesting. And when you, yeah, when you travel, do you, do you like, I don't know if you have a family or not, but when you travel, do you like traveling with family or, or do you prefer just to kind of go with a bare bones crew and just get it done? Uh, traveling for a fight so i'll always come with juliana my head coach uh, we're engaged also so oh, traveling is super super easy with uh with actually get anything vacation or fight stuff he uh, he's my main travel partner um and then my coaches come in and then you know we've got the gang together and we're ready to go is is it hard i'm always fascinated i didn't realize you were engaged to your coach is that difficult like because you have to separate the personal life. You have an argument and you have to go in and train. So how do you balance that? It's almost like musicians that have their wife or their husband as their manager. I'm always fascinated with. So how do you keep it separate and focus on training when you're, you know, being a normal couple having an argument? It's definitely a learning experience. In the beginning, I had a harder time separating the two. Um, now we've pretty much got like a really good routine down. And usually in camp, usually every camp, we have this one fight about something totally, you know, random. And then that's it. So it's like, we, we've learned how to separate the two, you know, um, you definitely cannot mix it. I don't want to walk into the gym and be all emotional about something. So we separate it really well. And, um, usually just expect one fight each camp about something kind of gym related. Um, but yeah, balance definitely. Hopefully, hopefully he separates it too, because you get into a big fight the next day. Hey, Emily, you're going to get started mounted. Somebody mounted on you with open hand smacks and you got to defend it. And I'm only kidding. 
would never do that. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, I just, the other day, me and my wife had our first, every time we go on vacation, I've been, I've been with my wife for 20 years. So there's a little uh, relationship advice, whatever. Uh, so we, we always, get, every time we go on vacation, we get into one fight, one fight, which could be pretty hairy, but then it's over. And I always say, Jimmy, like you say, like my advice for relationships, it's not about not ever not fighting. <laughs> I don't say this like a quote like this, but it's not about not fighting. It's about how quick you could make up. So we make up pretty quick, I'd say. But when you're going through it, it's hell. But who but will normally, uh, Matt, who will normally go, all right, let's just stop this. Like, what are we doing? Let's just stop. I, for instance, last night we're going out and whatever. We got to do a little something over bullshit, nothing big. And so we're going to do the Disney Christmas party. So, so I don't know. We, we were kind of being a little nasty to each other. And then throughout, it might only have been a couple hours. But yeah. then we're there. And then, like, it'd be like we'd be talking through our kids. So it'd be like, "Yo, ask, ask mom, like, what we're doing with this, ask dad." And then, yeah, that's how it goes. Like, so my thirteen-year-old's like being in between my eleven-year-old, and then she'll like give me a piece of a pretzel or something. I'm like, "Oh!" And then I'll go to tickle her. And then next thing you know, there's a picture of you're fine. Haunted, but they don't have to take pictures of us on the ride on the rides. Like, pictures, like, so we're going through the haunted mansion thing. So my kids are in one, and I was with her in the other one. And we just started making up, and this picture of her like choking me, pretend to choke me to show the kids to make them laugh, and the the camera actually caught it. I don't know, but I. Uh, was- I hope you bought those pictures. Yeah, oh, we bought them for sure. <laughs> post that when I, I'm gonna post that when it comes out. Anyway. Yeah, Emily, are you are you better at that? Like my girlfriend is much better than me at going. Can we just stop fighting? And she'll actually say to me, "Apologize." She says it a lot, and and I I literally oh. at this point in my life have learned just to shut up and go, "All right, all right, I'm sorry." Like. Are you better at that or is he better at that? I am far worse at that than my girlfriend is. Yeah, he is not great at that. I will probably have to do it. He would probably go a whole day and then, and then at the end, I'd be like, why didn't you say anything? And he's like, well, you didn't say anything, so I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. So I think to, to avoid a whole day of silence, I will come up and say, I, yeah, I think men are more stubborn for some reason. It's built into our DNA that we have to win. And, and, and when my girlfriend will just go, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. What the fuck am I doing? I have no idea. Right. Uh, well, look, good luck. It's good talking to you and good luck on, uh, yeah. on, on Saturday. Angela Hill, as you know, is like we've talked about as a veteran and um, you had a very impressive fight against Jessica, your first fight in the UFC. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of your 28. And now we'll have you back on. If you'd love to come back on, we'd love to have you. That'd be great. Thank you guys so much. All right. Good talking to you, Emily. Have a great fight, okay? Take care, Emily. Thank you. All right. Take care. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is sponsored by VChain, official blockchain partner of UFC. Digital technologies are the future, and VChain is building its foundations with advanced blockchain technology. VeChain helps people, companies, societies unite their efforts and contribute to tackling sustainability challenges together. Sustainability is complex. VeChain is building digital ecosystems that enable the creation of measurable goals, trackable data, and real progress without the greenwashing. Reducing human impact on Earth is critical. Efficient circular economies that make best use of resources are the only path forward. By connecting blockchain technology with real-world action, VeChain makes it possible to capture the value generated by data, allowing people and businesses to be rewarded for positive environmental actions, creating a powerful incentive mechanism for change. To learn more about VeChain, visit www.vechain.org. That's V-E-C-H-A-I-N, vechain.org. Follow them on Twitter at vechainofficial. Yeah, that's uh, it's very interesting to be. I didn't realize she was engaged to her to her uh, coach, and I I wonder how hard it is to work so intimately with someone you're in a relationship with. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, buddy. Am I? I'm not sleeping great. I've been having. Am I too much? Because I had a lot of coffee. No. Okay. No. I gotta be me. No, you gotta be you. Thank you, thank you, Jimmy. I was like, I get like get you know. I like to get hyped up sometimes. So I was watching before the show, I was watching Gladiator. Remember Gladiator with Russell Crowe? Um, yes. Great movie. 
everybody knows the quote. Oh, what we do in life echoes in, in eternity and all that stuff. I never heard that quote. <laughs> Damn, he cut this shit. You, that, oh, you know, I know which one. Uh, yeah, I, that's a, a freedom. All right, Jimmy, you know that's brave. Art. Cut the shit. Listen, oh. to so Jimmy, sure. during theater, there's a point where Russell Crowe's wife and kid getting murdered by the uh his own the own his own the romans like they betrayed him and they uh they were nice king the, the king was gonna act the new uh caesar the new caesar uh what's his name joaquin phoenix who killed his ah. father spoilers but the movie's 20 years old uh anyway it, 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 they, they they betrayed him and then he had nothing to live for sure they get him they make him they put him in a uh, they throw him in like with a bunch of gladiators to be a uh, training camp, a gladiators training camp. My English is messed up today. Uh, and he's not giving a shit. They have, you know, they're doing some training. He's just throwing the sword on the floor. And there's a part I noticed today that I never noticed before. Can I, can I tell you what it is, Jimmy? Sure. You look very unenthused about my. That's not true. I'm dying to hear what it is. It's, I just, I, I seen the movie a thousand times. That's an exaggeration, but I seen it dozens of times. What did you notice? Oh, I, I want to know the, 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 um, he's a retired gladiator. The one who bought him as like a, a... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking got me. It's all this stuff. You, you fucking, how did you get, dude, I, I knew I was off today. You fucking got me. I, I, that. <laughs> I, I really thought you wanted to know you motherfucker. Well, I kind of do. I mean, I, I, I was just, uh, I just thought of it, but I actually do. That's mean. <laughs> uh, you're not an idiot. I'm sorry, but that's mean. No, you're right. I, I am an idiot. You're not wrong. I thought you wanted to know what I noticed. What did you notice? All right, but I, enough now. Could you please, could you, could you really listen to I'll me? listen. I, w- I won't do it again. I'll listen. If you do it again, I'm not even going to laugh. So it's not going to even be funny. I understand. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to laugh. We're grown ass men. Cut the shit. What? What did you? I mean, I'm kind of curious as to what you know. What did you notice? This is what I noticed. The, 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 no, the guy who bought the slaves. He made them the gladiators. He bought the slaves. Mike. He, His name is Mike. Yes. He's a retired gladiator. But anyway, Jeff. He's giving a speech before the very first time Maximus had to go out there. His name is Proximo, and he's giving a speech like some of you might think you just just won't fight, but it's, we're all going to meet our end. This is basically what he's saying, Jim. We're all going to meet our end, but it's how you meet that end. Right. So when he gave this speech, I never thought much of it, right? Even though it was pretty cool. And uh, all of a sudden, Proximo gives that speech, and you see him. It pans to Maximus, and you see him look down, look up, reach down, and get some dirt in his hand. Fuck. Look at my nipple. You want me to show you my nipple? Do no, you it's want hard. me to say it's hard? It's fucking hard, Jimmy. I'm like, look at that. If I, when I see him do that, I go, fucking Proximo. I thought Safe Saeed was good. Proximo was fucking, he got him. Safe Saeed's good, by the way. Safe yes. Saeed, by the way, I was watching his the last fight with his, um, it's going to escape me the fight, but what's important is I was watching some prelims of some fights that I, I we, but when we were on vacation, that we didn't get to talk about. And they were doing the corner work, right? And it went from the opponents who was fighting one of Safe Saeed's guys. Uh, and then I'm like, and they were showing both of them at the same time, but they were, you were hearing the other guy's corner. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to hear them. I want to, and I'm telling Ciro, my father-in-law, and he's watching with this, with me. With the, he's watching this with me on my iPad uh, just last, and I'm going, I go, no, 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 no. I go, we got to hear the other guy. I want to hear Safe. I want to hear safe right now. I go, trust me. I go, I go, listen, it's better. Why? And I'm getting mad and then I showed him. And then they went to him, right? And when they went to him, he's like, you got to get the fucking near. And he's the dude. I'm like, I got yes, yes. <laughs> And his was like, oh, he loved it. He's fucking drinking his wine. But uh, safe side, he's awesome. He reminds yeah. me of Proximo. Anyway, go ahead, Jimmy. I want to also talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas. Oh, I thought we were done. <laughs> I have to go somewhere. <laughs> Can't wait till Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He goes about some fight predictions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's know. do a couple of. We'll, we'll wrap up with a couple of fight predictions. How about that? We'll do our jobs. Can I tell everybody? 
Can I tell everybody next episode? I'll give the preview. But and a major uh plot. Uh, what do you call that? What do you call like a not like a like a plot hole? A major. Thank you, Jake. Knows me by now. Thank you, Jake, for getting me out of that hole. A major plot hole. Not a big thing, but a little thing on it. It's not really a big plot hole, but. We'll bring that up the next time we hear. Let's do predict. Jimmy, I apologize. Don't be. We're follow predict. We're, we're predicting. We're, we're promoting uh, Thompson Holland. Obviously, Wonder Boy against Kevin Holland Saturday the third, um, which is this coming Saturday. Yes. Uh, see what time it is. Oh, it's seven o'clock, and the main card is ten o'clock. Both on ESPN Plus. Both Eastern time. You know we don't care about West Coast time. We should start with how about. What do you think? Or do you want to just do the whole card? No, I was going to say, there's also, I don't think it's on this, I don't have it in front of me because you know I'm on my phone, is uh, Tracy Cortez is fighting Amanda Hibas. And I think that's a fucking great fight. I don't know where it is on the card. It's on the prelims. It's, it's, it's a prelim. It's like the fourth fight up. Yeah, that is a great fight. Number nine against number 13, Cortez number 13. And Hibas is number nine. Where That's on the prelims. Holy shit. It is, yeah. yeah. Mark Casey against uh, uh, Michael Johnson. Uh, this is from Clay Guida against Scott Holtzman, Angela Hill against uh, Emily Ducati, and uh, uh, Phil Rowe against Nico Price, and Eric Anders against Kyle du- uh, Dawkins. These are great fucking prelims. Great prelims. Let's do it. Let's give it. Who do you predict? Let's go. Uh, Hermanson against uh, Roman D- uh, Delize. Uh, that is the first fight in the main card. Uh, Roman has looked really solid uh, after a decision. He's knocked out uh, Kyle Dawkins and Phil Hawes, both in the, both in the first round. I love Hermanson, but I am going to take uh, a Delizia. I think he winds up getting it done. His stoppage, I don't think it's in the first round, but I do think he finds a way to stop Jack Hermanson. Uh, let's say second round stoppage. You know, I like Jack a lot. I do. I love his jujitsu, but I think Roman's, uh, he, he's, he's, he's just, he's just looking really great lately. He's just looking yeah. really great in general. So uh, I like him and I like him in the second round stoppage. Yeah. TK. I said it. What did you say? Second round stoppage. Oh. That's fine. No, fuck it. Fuck it. I think you might get started early. First round stoppage. Wait. Third round stoppage. Love you. Got it. Keep going. Uh, tied to Ivasa, Sergei Pavlovich. Tie, knockout. I say decision, tie. I think he wins a decision. Uh, yeah, you know. Okay. Co-main event, uh, Brian Barbrain against Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, Bob Rain is not ranked, but he's looked really, really good. That that uh, savage fight with Robbie Lawler after a split decision over Matt Brown and a unanimous over Darian Weeks, both really tough fighters. Bob Rain against Rafael Dos Anjos. I think Bob Rain, uh, um how do I think he's going to win this fight? I think he stops him. I think he stops him. Okay. Okay. You good? Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Uh, I can't even pretend to be like tough with you, Jimmy. I could. Um, I'm going to say RDA second round submission. Probably really make a choke, I'd say. Oh, and I, and I, I almost forgot. Uh, Mateus Nicolau against Matt Schnell. Third fight up. Great fight. Uh, Mateus 18 and three. And he's on a, at least a four fight win streak. I can only see the four uh, fights here. Um, all he's decisions. Still- I'm sorry, Matt Schnell. Yeah, his last few fights. Uh he's well. He's won no contest, uh, and he's won. Uh, beat uh, lost to Brandon Royval. Beat uh, uh, Sue Majority and uh, beat uh, Tyson Nam. I think I'm going to take uh, um, Matt Schnell. I think he wants uh, a way to stop. He stops by the submission. He's going to stop what? that win streak. What was uh, Mateus' uh, last? I'm saying it correct, right, Mateus? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his last four. I only have his last four in front of me, but they've all been decision wins. I'll take Mateus' decision win. And, uh, of course, our buddy Wonderboy against another friend, Kevin wow. Holland. I mean, listen. I, this is a, a very interesting fight. His sidekick, you know I love it. His sidekick he's gonna use it his sidekick wonder boy sidekick 
listen to me. I feel that Wonder Boy's sidekick is going to come into play here. He has a way of making the best fucking fighters. Fucking the, the guy standing yeah. up east with everybody else, whether it be um, uh, whether it be uh, Vincente Luque or I don't know that whoever, or he makes guys that are just again phenomenal strikers look not so phenomenal. I, he's just such a great striker that I think Kevin Holland's best bet would try to be the way one of the boys been losing lately is by trying to out grapple him. But Kevin Holland's jujitsu is really good, but his, his offensive wrestling, I don't think is phenomenal. And uh, I, I think it's going to be one of the boy by decision. I know I was all over the place, <laughs> but I think one of the boy by decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the same thing. That was my first thought is that, uh, Again, he's so crafty, uh, Thompson. He's just so fucking crafty, and he knows how to stay away from guys who are dangerous. Um, I'm going to take Wonder Boy by decision as well. Um, I, you know what I really want to hear is walkout song. Wonder Boy. All right. Listen, Jimmy, the next episode, <laughs> thanks for bearing with me today. Dude. Oh, you know, it's great. So, I mean, I'm walking out. Hey, by the way, can I just add, this is the first time I've been away with my family at the uh, on vacation where we do like Universal and Disney and everything. No fucking motorized cart, man. I'm walking with my titanium knee. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that great? Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Listen, that's all I wanted to how I wanted to end the show. I'm happy that you're happy for me and my knee. And I am. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. I got tickets on sale in Long Island, oh. New York, uh, Nyack, New York, Cleveland, and Dallas and Fort Worth. Go to jimnorton.com if you wish. Long Island, put me down for two. You got it. Jimmy, some episodes are harder than others to deal with me. I'm sorry. I want to apologize to you. It's a delight. Are you kidding me? Have fun down there. I'll talk to you Monday. Love you, buddy. I love you. Take care, guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.